and welcome to the DOA Podcast. Returning once again from a long break. I am your host, the drunken one, Robert Curtis. He is my co-host, the angry one, Charles Allen. How long has it been a month about? Yeah, it's been a long time, at least three weeks. A lot of stuff happened. You had your birthday. I was I had a lot of stuff going on with my birthday, and then I went on vacation, and yep. then we just couldn't meet up last week. Yeah, and I had stupid family in town again. Stupid family. Why did your family keep coming into I town? I don't know. Tell yeah. them to go away. I guess they're bored. I don't fucking know. Anywho. Anywho. Yes, we are back. We'll get back into the groove of podcasting soon. We are playing around with new equipment. Hopefully it sounds a little different in your ear holes. Curtis, I don't I don't want to alarm you, but I can hear your voice in my head. Always? Like when you're sleeping? Yes. It's kind of <laughs> creepy. Yeah. I don't think we can be friends anymore. Yeah. But I now know where you hid the bodies. Oh, no, I chopped them up. <laughs> You'll never find them. They're <laughs> really small pieces. Uh, episode 23, Chopping Up Bodies. This is episode 24. Oh, well, fucked so that one up. So welcome to episode number 24 of the DOA. Yes, we have new equipment. Finally got my mixing board. We have mics for individual people, so we each have our own mic. We're not yelling into one single mic in the middle of the table. I will miss that old little microphone. He served us well. Well, we still have it. I mean, I'm not getting rid of it. Oh. You can pet it and talk to it every once in a while if you want. Mm. Give him some chili. <laughs> he doesn't eat chili. Why the fuck not? It gives him gas. He's a... Wait, why the... Why the fuck? You were about to say he's a microphone, yes, and you can yes. feed a microphone chili also, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> you can just pour chili on it. This is a dumb conversation. <laughs> it is. And let's move on then. Uh, opening song is still our theme song. Hope you all are enjoying it still. You need me. You need to uh, enjoy it. send me the a copy of that or the MP3 file so I can mess around with it. Try to add some. Uh, what, what do I want to? What's the word I'm looking for here? Add some accoutrements to it. Okay. Yeah, I will send you it. I have it on the computer. Cool. Cool. Swig a beer for the working man. And uh, yeah, speaking of beer, my boy, what are we drinking? Uh. What well, was in Chuck's fridge? I had a Shock Top seasonal variety pack. Why? Hey, it was on sale. And I figured try something new. And you know what? It's got fucking bananas in it. You know what fruit I like? Fucking bananas. I'm not a big banana beer fan. I haven't tried that one yet. Yeah. Me neither. I'm I'm liking this one. There's one in there. In that pack, that's more of an apple beer. There's only one left. You should try it because I had all the other ones that were in the pack of that one. But it was really good. Okay. Shock Top does a lot of fruity flavors. Yeah. Uh, John always brings them over for wrestling shows, and it's always like raspberry. And yeah. Sours. I used to be a really big fan of the regular Shock Top when I was actually just first getting into drinking. A friend of mine from work uh, at the time, there was a bar across the street from where we worked and we would go there after work. That was a really redundant sentence, but uh, they had Shock Top there and he got me into it. And so, you know, I would go to parties and stuff, I would bring Shock Top. But then I go to one particular party and a friend of a friend ruined it for me because he's like, oh, hey, you like Shock Top, huh? And I'm like, yeah, it's one of my favorite beers. And he's like, okay, 
I'm like, what's what's your problem? You got them? Is something wrong that I'm drinking this? He's like, oh no, no, just take another sip and tell me it doesn't taste like celery. And so I took another sip and all I could fucking taste was celery. The story sounds sounds familiar to me. Yeah, I'm sure I. You have told me or tor- told the podcast this story. I don't think I told the podcast. I'm pretty sure I told you this you story. Did. I know you told me because it sounds familiar. Yeah. It, I'm drinking it now. This one, right? The Belgian White. Um. Is that the original? I don't. Maybe. I don't know. This is kind of their normal one. I thought it was a blue label on the original. Possibly. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know Shock Top that well. Uh, let us review. I am drinking a Belgian White. I will try the fruitier flavors later. And I like the Belgian White. It's nice plain beer to drink. It's not too heavy. Not too light either. What is the APA on here? APV. Sorry. It's like five something if I remember 5. right. Five point two. A little bit more than a bud. So that's perfect. So I like it. I, I would give this around an average three, you know, like a mid-range beer. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go any higher than a three on these. So the banana one you like? Yeah. Um, the same as all the others, really? Yeah, the, the other one that's in there that I'm saying you should try, that one I would probably give a four, too. But, really? Um, yeah. An apple beer? Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like a cider, kind of. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll try, oh, I will try that one soon, after I finish my other Belgian white that I already opened by mistake. Uh, sorry. Extra beer. Oh, no. <laughs> what else do we have? Oh, yeah. My boy. What does DOA stand for? Uh, it's actually a question to answer your question this week. That's just rude. Yeah, I, I hate know. when people do that to me. DOA. Do ostriches adventure? You came up with that on the fly, didn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like it. For some reason, I thought you had DOA this time, so I didn't really think ahead. Yeah, we should have planned. I wasn't planning for mine either, if it was me. But uh, I believe they adventure. I mean, everything takes adventures, right? No, I'm talking like full-on adventure, like going across the world, killing things. Take this sword, you might need it. Yeah, saving a princess, ostrich, slaying a evil demon, ostrich. Does joust count? Yes. I mean, yeah, people rode ostriches in that. I mean, the ostriches weren't doing the adventure, but they kind of were. I don't know. I I meant the ostriches themselves. They would go, I I don't know what ostriches sound like. Oh, well, that's how they should sound. Every day. Every week. Every month. All right, we're moving on from the ostrich thing because you're weird. <laughs> I told you the other day, I finally lost the rest of my sanity, Curtis. I put my mom's dog in a Captain America costume. Like I told you, there's nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> Made him slightly more of a dog. Fucking midget dog. Did you give him the super serum? No, they did not have a uh, super soldier serum for dogs at the PetSmart. Oh, that's too bad. I asked. Yeah. I did, believe me. It's your dog's scrawny. could use some weight. Yeah. Some muscle and some cuteness. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what the super, I did super get him, soldier serum does. I did does get cuteness. him a Frisbee made of vibranium. Does he like it? No, he broke a tooth on it. Moving on. <laughs> oh, bad jokes. So let's jump into our undercard. 
been a while since we recorded. If you are new, the undercard is our our minor topics we wish to talk about this week. We talk about a lot of different shit on the DOA. Nerd stuff, drinking stuff, wrestling stuff. And uh yeah, and random shit that makes Chuck upset. Those are always fun. Oh, I got a lot of that this week. Do you? A lot. Do you want to go first on the mid uh undercard or Uh sure, I'll I'll go first. I have nothing special, but yeah. All right, go ahead. In a follow-up to a prior episode, I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about Jared of Subway getting uh, caught with recently. child <laughs> porn, and an investigation was launched, and guess what I read today? That he's going to be enjoying footlongs in prison. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to put in a plea of guilty because they found all of these uh, documented uh, conversations between him and adult prostitutes and pimps trying to Jared trying to get referrals to basically having sex with minors, specifically 14 and 15 year olds. And his uh, wife filed for divorce today. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, Dude, she good. Well, his life is ruined. Oh, good for her and shitty for him. Not really. He did it to himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I wonder how bad Subway is going to get affected. I know they cut all ties with him, but. Oh, yeah, they have to think up a new advertising campaign quick or else they don't have commercials. Uh, Subway. Um, We got fucking sandwiches. That would be a good uh, ad campaign. I I think they should pay me for this. I don't think they're going to. They're just going to stick with that goddamn annoying $5 song. They're not even $5 anymore. They're $6. Oh, yeah, they can't do That's true. Fuck that lion bastard song. They're going to go bankrupt. Fuck Subway. Go to Submarina. No, I don't go to Submarina. That's you know what I do, miss? Are there any fucking Quiznos anymore? I There's like two in San Diego County. There was like one in Claremont I used to go to, and I think it's gone. Oh, yeah, they're all slowly shutting down. But Quiznos was good. I don't know why it didn't last. Yeah. I've seen more Submarinas around than Quiznos. What about Blimpies? Never had Blimpies. Neither have I. Have you had Firehouse subs? Yes. Good subs. I only know of one, though, in yes. here in Point Loma. There's only one that I know of, and they're damn good. But yeah. Maybe I'll go there from now on. And Gaglioni Brothers. Uh, yeah. Avoid Subway. The DOA does not endorse Subway. Unless you have to take the Subway to get to work. Then you can do that. I, I don't think there's a Subway in California. Uh, you know, people in other parts of the world listen to this. Still? Good for them. Maybe not. I mean, but you know, they might. So I'm talking to them as well. Okay. All right. What else you got other than Jared? Let's uh, not spend much time on yeah, the pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Uh, I had an idea for a book I think I might start working on. You're going to write a book? I'm going to try. About being angry? How'd you know? Just a wild guess. <laughs> you got to live the gimmick, man. <laughs> yes. No, but seriously, I, I had a thought. I, You know, you see all these random shit books and you go to the bookstore and I'm like, what if I wrote a book? But I, I'm not decided on what it's going to be. It's that the Anger will be the overlying topic. You kind of have to decide that before you write it. But I don't, I, I'm, I'm still flipping a few ideas in my head. I don't know if I want it to be a guide to being angry or if I want it to be like a uh, anti-self-help book. Like everyone's a piece of shit and you should hate everybody and be angry. I don't think they need books for that because most people are that way anyways. Yeah, but I can put the old Charles Allen spin to it. 
Uh, the service we used for making a book was called Blurb. So good luck with that. You can pay to print up a book. You made a book? No, I didn't. Gina did. She made one of her art books. Oh. That service will print up art books or Oh, no, I, I'm talking. I want to get, like... Storybooks. I want to get, like, a publishing firm to be like, look at this book. You should make it in a comic, because then one day it'll be a movie. I can't draw for shit, though. Doesn't matter. Can I, can I pay your wife to draw the comic? Oh, she accepts money. Mm. Yes. She has better art skills than I do, for certain. All of us. She has better art skills than all of us. Yep. Professional. Heard that. And finally, for my undercard, I'll keep this quick. Last time I, I forgot to talk about this. The last time I was at Disneyland, I I, uh, I noticed the guys in the mascot costumes are dicks. I kept trying to get fist bumps. Like, hey, there's fucking Tigger, fist bump Tigger, and he just he doesn't even acknowledge me. He just keeps walking fucking on. He's paid to entertain children. Not, no, it's not the, adults. It, no, Disneyland, happiest place on earth. I don't see a footnote or parentheses or subtitle saying for kids only. Why can't the adults be happy? I wanted fig- figure. I wanted Tigger to fist bump me. And he just kept walking. And I see a guy in a fucking Eeyore costume. No fist bump. Guy in a fucking Buzz Lightyear costume. No fist bump. I'm like, fuck you. Is there like fist a fist bump them in the face? I, I I was thinking about it, but I'm just like, is there like a code at Disneyland that the mascots cannot fist bump? There might be. But I'm like, even then, they could just be like, and wave, you know, because I know they're not allowed to talk. That I know is true. They can't literally say anything. They probably had a bad day. Like some kid peed on their foot, mm. and one farted on him, and one looked at him wrong. So they were just upset, and they didn't want to wave at your stupid ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, Charles. I can't fist bump you. I got fist bar- <laughs> piss bar foot. <laughs> it's a disease. You want to try that again? No, the moment's <laughs> passed. <laughs> fucking Tigger. No fist bumping. Oh, fucking Tigger. That was really on your undercard? You complaining about the Disneyland mascots? Yeah. Yeah. All right, my boy. <laughs> Chapter one of my book. Why the fuck can't I get a fist bump? <laughs> uh, take uh, a lift. They're all about fist bumps. No, I, I took a lift a while ago. Yeah, none of us fist bump because it's fucking stupid. Oh, because we don't know you. I don't fucking know you. I'm not going to fist bump you. Hey, Curtis. I know you. you fist, fist bump? bump? All right, we'll fist oh. Bump. Boom. And you go. Blah. <laughs> all right. Undercard. I just had to talk about all the shit I did on my birthday. Yes. Because I did a lot. We partied, of course. I mean, I always have a party. I had two, I think. Yeah, I had two. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Nothing special happened at the parties. We drank. We had good times but uh the other events that we did i went to a small venue down here and saw green jello for those true fans green jelly no wait no that's reversed i feel stupid doing that yeah i'm a true fan green jello originally it, then it's they green got jello i still call them green jello they are actually officially called green jelly because jello corporation sued yep i remember that Yes, I love Green Jello. They are an amazing, stupid punk rock metal band that has fun with costumes. And if you've never seen them or know about them, please check them out. 
Because I remember the first album I ever heard by them, I think, was possibly the last one released as Green Jello. It was Serial Killers was the Serial album. Serial Killers was a good album. And then the one I got after that was... It was 333 instead of 666, so it was, I guess, half Lever. evil. But I remember that was the first one. I don't know if it was the first album released as Green Jelly, but it was the first one I remember seeing after the change. Were they sued for the name after Three Little Pigs got popular? Because that was their big song that everybody knew. That I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, because I remember... I'm going to look it up now. You do that, and I'll talk. The show was really good. We got there, and there was hardly anyone there. The opening band was this heavy metal video game cover band that played all kinds of video game songs and made them into heavy metal. Did they have lyrics to it? No. Oh. All instrumental. You would love them. Was it the mini bosses? I don't oh, I don't remember the name. They actually never said their name. Oh, no, really? wait, wait. Wait, wait. No, wait. They did. What was it? It was uh, Vic... Not Vic Venom. Vic Venom? Because uh, that, that was... I don't know if they ever did concerts or not, but I remember there was a CD you could get online. This group did metal remixes, just instrumental of... Um, Mainly NES games back in the day, and they were called the Mini Bosses. Really good stuff. No, they weren't called the Mini Bosses. They were, I want to say Vic Venom. Oh, something. Who the hell was it? I know I saw them. One second, people. And we are back. I had to pause because that was driving me insane. I could not think of the video game band name, and I found them. Because I friended them on Facebook after I saw them. They are called Vic Viper. So I want everybody that is a fan of video games and metal to go check out Vic Viper on Facebook. They are pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm not finding anything on the exact year that um, they had to change from Green Jello to Green Jelly. Although the article I was reading was saying despite the change in the spelling of the name, it's pronounced the same supposedly. Oh yeah, pe- they say it's still pronounced green green jello. Nice. Way to stick it to pudding and jello. Goddamn jello. But anyways, yeah, moving on. Uh, so yeah, opening band, Vic Viper, instrumental, all video game songs. They would just announce it. They'd be like, this is from Street Fighter V, you know, Street Fighter 4 or whatever. Yeah. And then they'd play it. This is from Contra. Then they'd rock out and play it. Huh. Awesome. Do they wonder if they sell CDs or if you can get their stuff online? I bet you can find them on Spotify or something. I'm not sure, though. I didn't look them up, actually. I'm going to look that Write that down. Up. Vic Viper, you will like them, Chuck. The next band was... Uh, I don't remember their name. It was on the tip of my tongue. I'm not going to spend too much time on them. Cause How they were drunk like were you? This is the second band you're talking about that you don't remember. <laughs> oh, I got pretty drunk. Because <laughs> uh, I, I made sure I didn't drive to the bar. Me and my friend. Uh, oh, El Chica Diabla. There you go. I knew it was like something with women because it was all women. Mm. The drummer might have been male, but female singer, female guitarist, which I showed you the video I have of her. She was fucking hot. And they were decent. They were like a... Like a punk girls band. Everything was kind of punk and heavy metal themed. So by the time Green Jello came out, I was quite drunk, living the gimmick, as you would. (laughs) And uh, 
they put on an awesome show. There wasn't many people there at all, which was disappointing to me. But you know, did they? Uh, do you remember most of the songs that they played? All their classics. I mean, they played Serial Killer. They played Three Little Pigs. They played uh, House of Lust. I believe the name it's is my two favorites by them. Even though it's just the same part looping over and over and over again, I always kind of liked the bear. Bear went over the mountain. mountain. Yeah, because they uh, make the audience sing with uh, them on that song. You need to go check them out with me because I think me and you would have a good time at the show. And the song that was used in a video game on the Super NES in Genesis, uh, Maximum, or no, Carnage Rules. I don't think they played that one, actually. Uh, Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I only know of it from the video game, and it was on that 333 album. But it was like, um, it was a good song. But then when it was used in the game based on the Maximum Carnage storyline, it was the Super NES, so you couldn't have CD quality music. So it was just like a MIDI riff of that song. Yeah, I I don't believe they played that. But Shame. everything else they played, yeah, yeah. They they got out the uh, Bedrock and, Bedrock and Arnie, Anarchy and Bedrock. Mm. say the name of that one right and they brought out all the puppets so they could do the puppet uh, mosh pit I don't remember the Anarchy and Bedrock song I mean it's pretty much uh, Anarchy in UK by the Sex Pistols just Anarchy and Bedrock ah. and they sing about Fred Funstone and stuff like that mm. anyways Green Jello awesome ta- awesome awesome show I had a great time there wasn't many people at that bar it was kind of dead it's just it's sad that Green Jello isn't more well known yeah and that more people don't go see them. But when I see them come in town again, I will go again because I love seeing them. I got fucking drunk, <laughs> super drunk, and had to go to work the next day. Which oh. I was originally planning on and calling out sick just because I knew I was going to be drunk. Yeah. But the weekend before, I missed Friday because my I hurt my back at work and so I, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't lift things, so I went home. And, yeah, I didn't want to do three Fridays in a row because I had back injury one Friday birthday and weekend was the next Friday the weekend after that I was on vacation so I was gonna miss all three Fridays so I just said fuck it I'll go in I spent like half a day working and then I went home because I was drunk Mm. and then the next day we went to a show that I want you to come with us to called Super Awesome Showdown yes this I need to see yes wrestling fans pay attention to this if you are in Southern California uh, look up the videos on YouTube if you're not in Southern California. They are a video game themed wrestling show. And what do you mean by video games? I guess the storyline that we saw there that was going on was their main star, Jalapeno. It's a little Mexican luchador guy with a mask and green, all in green. And he's like, I guess the main hero or something. I've, we've, I've only seen one show, but... Yeah, he was trapped in the video game realm. So they were, they were showing video packages of him going through like different, like he was playing Pong at first mm. and then something else. Like it was Jalapeno was playing these games and trying to get out. So they threw in the little video games and their screens and then they had the matches going on. And I don't know how to describe their whole storyline, but it's like an intergalactic thing because one of the characters was a... Uh, a vampire prince from space Romania. And then they had some other space guy. They had a big disco guy who had protected Earth. He wasn't uh, the best. So, weird question maybe, but given that 
it was video game themed and all this. I mean, what was like the demographic they were aiming for? Oh, it was definitely family, like kids. So you, you didn't get any storylines of, oh, fuck you, you raped no. my girlfriend. No, they are pretty much like a strictly like a family themed event. It's at a place where you can drink, so there are. I was going to ask, was it at a fun. bar? Yeah. It's a venue that does serve alcohol. Mm. I don't think it's really a bar, but it's more a family thing. Right. And I really like them for doing that. They are completely behind their gimmick. Their wrestlers can't wrestle. They're not good wrestlers. <laughs> not at all. A lot of uh, you fucked up, you fucked up. No, there's just a lot of like, I can do a body slam, and oh. then I'm going to punch you and kick a you a lot. A lot of punch kick, yeah. Yeah. But Headlock stalling time. Yeah. Well, there was a couple of people that did all right, mm. and then a couple of people that were just garbage. Yeah. But they had fun with it. They played the story. They played the gimmicks. They put a lot of production value into their show. Yeah. I mean, remember that other wrestling, the independent wrestling show we went to at the bar? They will. They were much better than that. Oh, yeah? Better wrestling at that cheap bar show yeah. because they were real wrestlers. These guys are having fun. They like wrestling. I think they're wrestling fans, and they put yeah. on – a good show for kids. What I hated about that other one that we went to was I don't know if it the was the announcers sucked. Well, yeah, and that aside from the announcers, um, it was like the I don't know if it was the acoustics in the building or if it was the equipment they were using or if it was just the announcers not knowing the own volume of their voice, but they were just yelling into the fucking microphones, and it was well, one was always high because he's a pot comic right and the other was an idiot so who knows god only knows the announcers at this show really good mm. they had some comedic timing they knew how to portray wrestling commentators was it in english or spanish because it, it looked like english. a lot of luchador style they had or it was like everyone had a mask almost it was kind of luchador themed but it was all in english Oh, okay. Next time they have a show, I want you to come because uh, I think it was a uh, yeah. Let me know in advance. Yeah, so I me, can... John, and Gina, we went and had a good time. We saw some other friends there that was randomly there. It was oh. kind of weird, and thankfully we got there kind of early. Our friend John did, and he got us a seat because it does fill up where there's only standing room. Oh, small place. So do you have to, you buy a ticket to get in though? Don't you? Yeah. Okay. It's like I think fifteen bucks. Oh, it's not bad. And then they have a little like buffet style food section in this place, which you pay ten bucks, you can get go help yourself to food. Yeah, we didn't do that. They have drinks, which aren't the best drinks, but they're drinks, so uh, you will have a good time. And that was my discussion on Super Awesome Showdown, which their name is just kind of ridiculous, so you can tell it's family, um, family oriented. I meant uh, the next thing I did for my birthday, that was my whole birthday weekend. That was on my birthday, was Green Jello concert. The next day was the wrestling show. Then the next weekend, I went to motherfucking Vegas. And it was a fun time. I We were only there for two days. Usually when I go to Vegas, I spend four days there. I thought you were doing three. No, we did two. Oh. Only, could only afford two. Right. Um, Yeah, we always spend four days, which is... Gives you much more time to enjoy the city. Because in the past, you went like for your anniversary, didn't you? Yeah, I think both times we actually went for our anniversary. Mm. So this was our third time in Vegas. We went for two, stayed at the Treasure Island this time. Nice hotel. It's my second favorite hotel we've stayed at. Uh, brought my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. And me and my sister-in-law got hella drunk because we live the gimmick. So she had two beers. 
Everyone says that about her. It's <laughs> hilarious. No, actually, actually, she took care of me that night. That's good. I got drunk, and sh- she was pretty drunk, but she wasn't hammered. She was doing pretty well because we had the alcoholic slushies throughout the day. Oh. I love those things. I, um, I remember the one time I had those. Um, what's the casino that has the, Eif- yeah, the Eiffel Tower? Uh, El yeah. La Paris or El the Paris? Yeah. Paris. I and think it's yeah. the Paris. Um, I remember they have the plastic cups you get the alcoholic slushy in. And all of them do. But and the girl I was with at that time, like, maybe got a quarter into hers and was gone. So it's like, well, guess I'm not finishing mine because now i got to take care of you. Wow. You can't get drunk on a quarter. Did she add the extra shot and everything? She was Asian and couldn't handle her alcohol very well. All right. Well... Tori's a midget and can't handle her alcohol very well and still did better than that. The the alcoholic slushy got her like bloated before it got her drunk because it was they're big drinks. Yeah. The one good thing about Treasure Island was that their little kiosk that sold the alcoholic slushies because every hotel kind of has their own. Yeah. Uh, and they had theirs and the cups they had at Treasure Island were cool because they I still have mine up on the uh, bookshelf over there is a skull. Like a pirate skull. Mm-hmm. I love that. We all got a pirate skull and walked around with it. Their alcoholic slushies sucked. I didn't know Treasure Island had alcoholic slushies. Every, like I said, every hotel has one. Oh. They're a popular thing. Every hotel has a bar that serves them or something. But uh, the ones at Treasure Island were like really weak and light. You could barely taste the alcohol. Yeah. Even with an extra shot, because we all did it. Fat Tuesdays is a brand of alcoholic slushy bars that are all over Vegas. They are strong. So once we found those bars, we kept going to those for refills because they got us fucking drunk. Funny Treasure Island story I remember. I went... Uh, you stayed at Treasure Island before? Yeah. Um, once it was for a prior job I had. It was for a work-related function trip. So we had shit we had to do in the morning for work. But at night, we could do whatever the fuck we wanted. you know. But I remember the first day... Because they flew us in. And I remember the first day, we get to Vegas, we check into the hotel, and we pretty much had that first day to do whatever the hell we wanted. But we were advised to get to bed early because the next morning, the first official day, while we were getting paid for, you know, we had to get up early to be at this event we were going to. It was like a trade show type of thing. Yeah. Um, And I remember everyone else was staying up pretty damn late, but I was like, you know what? Um... I'm going to get to bed early. I'm going to, you know, be responsible this first night. Oh, good little boy. Yeah. But I remember I go to bed, and I'm just nodding off, about to fall asleep. And then the fucking Treasure Island boat show, the pirates, is, yeah, fire the cannons, blah, blah, we're pirates, yeah, fuck you, (laughs) Taurus. Kaboom, kaplow, blah, booty and gold. And I'm like, fuck. So, yeah, that woke me the fuck up. And it's no longer the pirate show? Really? It is the Sirens of T.I. That sounds slightly better. It's not. Oh, that's I never actually saw the pirate show. My wife did, and she said the siren show is crap compared to the pirate show because it's just, hey, we're some sexy ladies. We're going to invade your ship. Or s- I can't oh. remember how it went, but it was not good. Well, it was okay. I mean, they put production Maybe value Maybe in. I'm just bitter because I got woke up. <laughs> Possibly. Sorry. Yeah. Um, 
with our room package, we got to see a Cirque du Soleil show, Mystere, mm. which was very good. Very nice. And we went to, you know, we saw, we took our brother and sister around and showed them the attractions we like. We was it their first time going to Vegas? As adults. Ah. They were there as kids, which is Doesn't stupid. count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Yeah, we took them to a couple different, like, we took them to, we did some buffets, we did some different bars, walked around the Caesar shops. Showed them the Bellagio show, the Fountain show, the Fire show at Mirage. Uh, you know what I would love to do one day in Vegas? And I know, obviously, it's not going to look the same as it did back in the past, but WrestleMania Nine was Caesar's Palace in yeah. their outdoor arena area. I'd just love to, like, I mean, I'm sure it's completely been remodeled as far as the seating arrangement oh, yeah. and everything, but I wish I could just, like, walk around and be like, hey, that's where Giant Gonzalez fought Undertaker, <laughs> and he had that stupid costume. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not much special happened in Vegas. We saw a show. We got really drunk. Um, yeah, it was the first night we got there. Oh, first the tri- trip up. You've probably seen this. I know anyone who's driven from San Diego or L.A. to Vegas has seen this road. Zizix Road. Is that the one that kind of goes through the mountains and then it's like, oh, turn your A.C. off or else your car will overheat well, or that's something? that's just the 15. Oh, okay. That's just the freeway. Right. You pass by an exit called Zizix Road, which is spelled Z-Z-Y-Z-X. I don't remember that, remember but that? it's it's been uh, over Long five time. years okay. since I've driven to Vegas. Yeah. Well, anyone who noticed, you'll notice that road because it's just spelled with like the last letters of the alphabet. Yeah. So I've seen it the two or three times we've drove drove to Vegas, and I always kind of wondered about it. Just like, what's with that road? Um. So eventually on Facebook, someone shared an article that told me the story of Zizix Road. This was a quack doctor who had like a radio show. Pretty much he kind of created a cult and opened a day spa out there. He built a bathhouse and some buildings for people to come. And he had this man-made pond that he stocked with these certain fish, which now are extinct everywhere else. He inadvertently saved them, and they are endangered in that pond. Well, turns out those buildings are all still there. The quack doctor was eventually kicked off the land because he didn't have rights to it. He just kind of squatted there. Oh, yeah, right. And he named the place Zizix because he wanted it to be the last name in health because it's the last name that will ever be in any year, uh, yellow book, yellow, yellow pages, phone book, any kind of listing. Wouldn't Zzzz with just Zs be the last? Yeah, but nobody's going to name that shit. I don't know. I'm going to name it that shit. You could. Just to show this motherfucker. Well, he's dead. So it doesn't matter. I'll also piss still, on his grave. He named it Sixth Road, and those buildings are still there. They are now like a... One of the colleges out here has taken over. They do studies out there. They conserve it. They protect the pond because of the endangered fish. But you can still drive up and walk around the place. So we decided to stop at Sizzix Road. Oh, cool. On the way to Vegas, we got off the freeway. It's about 10 minutes in. You drive about four miles. Yeah. Winding road. It is the middle of nowhere. Like, everything is flat except for this one patch of green where there's some palm trees and there's this pond and these buildings. And it's really cool. I have a bunch of photos on my phone. I'll show you later. But, yeah, we walked around that place, checked it out. Really cool place. If you ever drive from L.A. or San Diego to Vegas, I recommend stopping there. It's nothing too exciting, but it's really neat. I'm about to look that the up. The whole story is really cool. Because I, I don't remember a Zizix Road. Yeah. Um, 
We're good. So, yeah, that was on the drive up. Drove all the way there. Got there Friday. My wife and brother-in-law were really tired and called it quits about midnight. And that's when me and Tori, the dwarven one, we were like, let's go play some slots because you can get free drinks while playing slots. That's how I do it. Yep. So we went down to the penny machines, ordered some beers, played some slots, ordered some more beers, played some slots. She was taking too long to come back, so I walked into the CVS that was attached to our hotel, bought us two big boys of beers, went back to the machine. More beers were there because she showed up while I was gone. Yeah. So we got drunk, ended up on the strip sitting just on the sidewalk, me and her talking, Hmm. really drunk. It was a good time. I miss it already. And that was my birthday weekend. That's all I really had to talk about for the undercard. That went on longer than I thought it was going to. Longer than my undercard. You had had a more interesting time than I did. Well, I hope your mid-card is better then. No. No? No. Let's move on to the mid-card. You already know this first story. Actually, you know both these stories I'm going to share, but I figure... I usually do. Um, But recently signed up for yet another dating site, Match.com. Uh, I was hoping you sign up for uh, Black People Meet. Wait, what? Blackpeoplemeet.com. But I'm not black. I, I, I know, that'd be funny. That's what I'm saying. I wish you would have signed up for Black People Meet. Mm. Or Jew Date, because you're also not Jewish. <sighs> but, um, yeah, stupid me. I figure, hey, a site where you pay, maybe people will be more serious about this shit. Nope. 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 Have you tried Ashley Madison? That is for people cheating on their significant others. Yes. But <laughs> it's, just, it, it's like literally it's like you get you get women on this site where it's like I don't know if they're not paying for the site or if they're prostitutes, but it's like their usernames are text me and then a phone number. Really? Yeah. On a pay site? Yeah. That's sad. Or it'll be a phone number and then text me. One or the other of that derivative, and I'm like, okay. Um, and then they, and then the thing I thought would be good about Match.com was, hey, there's these paid events you can go in, meet people, mingle, get some drinks, yada yada. Ah, single meetups. Biggest waste of twenty dollars I've had in a while. Really? It was so like I'm, I'm seriously, I still need to email Match.com and make a complaint and be like, hey. Your event was horribly disorganized. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna complain and be like irrational. Like, oh, I paid twenty dollars and I didn't get a wife or a date out of it. You know, no, I'm not. I'm not expecting that. But the ratio of men to women was so uneven, which again, I can't really blame them for. But rather than just go with the people they had there, this woman that worked for Matt, it was at a. God, it was like the flight path. It was a wine bar downtown near Petco Park. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. A good little place. Um, I had good cider, actually. I had one glass of wine, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm switching to cider. But um, it... Because wine sucks. Yeah. But it was uh, it was a meet and greet, drink wine, play cards against humanity. 20 bucks to get in. But the ratio of men to women was so uneven... Was it like six to one? Ten to one? Maybe four to one. Yeah. But they pull this woman from the bar 
who isn't even a part of Match.com and just throw her into the game. And it's, oh, hey, here's blah, blah, blah. I couldn't be bothered to remember her name because she was a fucking meth head, dude. And was already drunk by the time they put her in. I'm like, you know, and I oh, give brilliant. I, I tried giving the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, oh, so cause I didn't. This woman just sh- suddenly showed up at her table. So I'm like, are you on Match.com? Oh, no, I'm just friends with the owner. <laughs> and then she spills wine everywhere. Like, That's a good sign to send her away. Yeah, you would think so. But then, um, so, then they just keep rotating us, and okay, but the the way they do the rotations, you just keep ending up with the same people again and again and again. And then, there are these three girls that showed up, and... They all came together, which is good, you know, because you don't know what kind of weirdos are going to be at these kinds of events. So Always go with friends. Exactly. So I, I didn't have any problem with that, but, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to strike up conversation. I'm like, oh, so the three of you came together. How do you know each other? Blah, blah, blah. And it's, oh, we all work together at this, I think it was a marketing firm or something they work at. And they're all, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, halfway through... They just, like, fucking leave without even saying, like, bye or anything. And it's like, you know, I I wasn't desperately asking for their phone number, but I'm like, not to be... Not to be a dick or anything, but, I mean, none of us there were supermodels. We're all in the same boat. We're all single. We're all looking for someone to have in our lives, and they just fucking it's like you know what fine you didn't find anyone here interested in dating that's fine but you paid 20 bucks stay and finish the game have another glass of wine at least be cordial and have a chat with the people that are there you know you would expect yeah so i I basically as soon as that happened i was like uh waitress i'm gonna need another two ciders because i didn't drive (laughs) so i i just drank so i'm gonna email them and be like you know what i don't know if i can get my money back but you might want to try to organize these events a little bit better or have like hey if we don't get x amount of people signed up for this event the event won't happen and you'll be refunded your money you know so that way there's like a better ratio of people available at this these things but i'm just like no i i I think i mean i paid for fucking six months on this site that was the minimum you could do or that was the best value when you break it down month by month so I think I'm just going to try my luck at messaging people randomly instead of going to another one of these events. I mean, maybe I'll try another one down the road, but I don't want to go to one in like a month and have it be all the same fucking people, you know? Yeah, maybe give it another shot. I mean, Match.com's been around for a while. You think by now they know how to throw these events? I don't know. And then the other thing I got for the mid card, something that's near and dear to you. Fuck Hagen. I already talked about this. Fuck Hagen. Why are you still shopping there? No, we gotta talk. We gotta tell the listeners. A lot of them are shutting down too. Have you heard? I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> I am praying and starting voodoo curses that the one next door to where I work will shut down, and then we can just take over that space in the building. Oh, you don't need that much space. Well, maybe maybe like a quarter of Hagen. Yeah. Take over a quarter of it. That'd be so fucking amazing if we did that. Just take over the Starbucks. Oh yeah. Get free Starbucks inside our store. But, um, yeah. So, I get my good friend Curtis here a $50 gift card for his birthday for Amazon. Hey, buy shit. Hey, I still gotta buy shit. You didn't buy anything yet? 
I had already spent the hundred dollar gift card I got from my mother on the mixer and right. shit. So right. I'm trying to think of what to buy. Either I want to buy a, my pre-order for Fallout Four or a bunch of lube. I don't know. Lube. Lube's always good to have. Okay. But um. But I could just use spit. Am I going too far? Yeah. All right, continue yep. with your story. <laughs> <laughs> you already know how this ends, but um, so I buy my friend a $50 gift card for his birthday, and then I get the text a few days later, hey, it's not working. Did you save the receipt? Thankfully, I saved the activation receipt. I fucking call the Hagen I bought it from, and I'm like, hey, I bought a gift card. It's not working, and I, I just got some stalker guy, and he's or stalking person. He's like, oh, I don't know. Let me get my manager. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Transfer to your manager. Nobody fucking picks up. So I hang up and I call back. And then this time, nobody picks up at all. So then I look up and I find Hagen's corporate number. And I call them. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll take down all this info. Blah, blah, blah. I have to get the card number from you for the actual gift card. Then we'll be in touch with you. Because this was on a Thursday I called them. And then they're like, yeah, we'll be in touch by Monday. They don't call Monday. So I call them back Tuesday. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then then they're like, oh, uh, uh, we're still investigating. I'm like, what is there to investigate? Your cashier fucked up, didn't activate the card right. My friend is now a week and a half into not being able to use his fucking birthday You're present. You're my money. Exactly. And then then I get a call from someone else. It's, oh, this is Steve from uh, Safeway. Scuba Steve? No, not Scuba Steve. Maybe he's a relative. Maybe he's a clone of Steve from Donovan's. You love the name Steve. I fucking hate Steve. If I ever with a woman, and it's like, oh, we're having a baby. Let's name him Steve. I will divorce her on the spot. That's a bit harsh. Hey, it's a harsh world. Continue. So then they're like, oh yeah, so we're taking over from here, and I'm like, just get the fucking money on my friend's gift card, and then they want your email to put it on there, and then it's like, we'll call back in a day or two, and then they don't, so I called them back, and then oh, it's activated, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I, uh, my friend has had to wait two weeks after the fact that I already paid off the credit card bill that had the money for the gift card, and I'm like, am I getting anything for this? <laughs> no, I'm like, fine, fuck it, I will never. Other than the Starbucks inside of the Hagen, I will never, ever, ever give them a cent of my money again. Good. I approve of this message. Fuck them. Fuck Hagen. Fuck Hagen. We say fuck about things a lot in this show. Fuck. Explicit content. Uh, listener discretion is advised. I think I'm late. For that. Yeah, a bit late. I think late. I'm a little late on that message. Just, just a smidge. Just, just a fucking smidge. Fuck. Fuck. Shit. You done with yawn about Hagen? Wait. <sighs> Fucking Hagen. Okay, I'm done. All right. Fuck Hagen. You know, you know what else we want to yell fuck at? I don't. Bethesda. Do you know who Bethesda is? I do not. You should. They're a video game company. They put out the Fallout games. They put out. Did they put out Skyrim? I think they might. Put I Skyrim. thought that was the fat guy that does what Steam. Fat guy. No. Gabe Newell or something. Fuck that guy. No, that he's uh. Oh no, he's Fallout. No, not Fallout. Uh, crowbar dude. Half Life. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, what the fuck's the name of that company? I fucking hate that company. Valve. 
Uh, okay, sorry, I'm mixing stuff up. So, but this, fuck, yeah, we this. also want to say fuck Valve because they haven't put out the Half Life Three in twenty years since the second one was finished. Yep, assholes. They've been busy with Left for Dead and other crap that no one wants to play. Anyways, uh, Bethesda put out Fall and all that. They recently, I don't know if it was them that developed it, but it wasn't a a phone game that came out for iPhone first called Fallout Shelter. Have you heard of this? I've seen. Is it the one where it's like all the characters look like the Fallout boy, like Pip Boy? Yeah, they're all wearing the jumpsuit and everything. Yeah, but well, it's, you in, can it's dress in them up it's too. in that art style though. Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's the game. Pretty much is how someone online described it was like a Farmville Fallout, which you can describe any fucking phone yeah. game as Farmville, but it's a tower <laughs> game. Click well, this thing until you have to pay money. Certain games do that better than the others. Some games you can play and never have to spend a dime and just be patient, and the game is fine. Yeah. I have uh, one other game I play called Boom Beach is like that. I can play that all the time. I've never had to spend a dime. Now, if you're stupid and lazy, you can spend money just to go, I want to get ahead quicker. That's how they get you. That's exactly how they get you. Well, this is the same thing. It's a phone game that you can pay for some special lunch boxes, which will give you some special like cards and characters. Um, pretty much, the game is a tower game, not a tower defense, but a tower game. Pretty much, where you you're building the vault, you're the overseer, and you stock certain people depending on their stats into certain rooms in the vault. You know, to work the diner, the generator, to make new babies. It's pretty much. Build the vault, make it run, send out people to explore the wasteland. It's a good little time filler. What is it called again? I want to look this up. Fallout Shelter. Ah, thank you. It is available on uh, iPhone first. And Android, us Android users, had to wait about two months before the game came out. So the game has finally come out for Android, and it is fucking bugged. Every time Bethesda makes a Fallout game... For the consoles, it goes to Xbox first, and then they port it over to PlayStation. For the phone, they did it again. It goes to iPhone first, and then they port it over to Android. And they never fix any problems. They gave it the shitty port every time. I like the first two things that popped up when I searched for this on Google. The first thing is Fallout Shelter Dwellers have birthed 81.9 million babies. And the next one is, it just starts out with a warning to new Fallout Shelter players on Android. So I assume this is going to Mm -hmm. go into what you're about to rant. Exactly, yeah. They didn't fucking do the port right, and so it's bugged. The first time I played this game, I fucked up a little bit, so I was like, oh, I kind of want to start over. Well, within 24 hours, the game would not load on my phone. Wouldn't get past the load screen. Just completely bugged out. Just freeze up. Yeah. It, It starts opening, and then it just crashes and goes to the home screen of my phone over and over. So I just gave up. I uninstalled the game and reinstalled it. My vault was gone. I had to start a new one, which I'm like, I was only playing for a day. No problem. And you're going to start a new one anyways. Now I know how to play the game better. Start out better. So started a new vault. Did much better. Played it for two days. Bam. Hits me again. Won't open. Crashes. Every time I try to open the game. I have lost another vault. I have to uninstall the game and, and reinstall it. Because I assume, like most cell phone games, it has it like saved to your 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 ID. Yeah, your, your ID. Yeah. But it won't. And no matter what happens, it won't save it. If you reinstall the game, 
your vault's gone. So I looked it up online, and yeah, there are a ton of articles that say it's bugged. There's no way to fix it right now. Everyone in, on Android is just waiting for an update, is pretty much, to Bethesda fix it. Is Bethesda even aware of this? They have not said a word yet. Really? I'm sure they're aware of it. I'm sure because I know because people um, have spent money on lunchboxes, which is the microtransactions in that yeah. game. They've spent money, and when you reinstall the game, they're gone. So people are losing money and pissed. That's pretty amazing that that company hasn't even acknowledged it yet. Because I, I haven't I seen remember, a statement yet. Uh, a recent game that came out that had a horrible launch for. Not the consoles, but the PC version of uh, the new Batman game, Arkham Knight. Yeah. Uh, apparently the PC... I watched a review. Not that I'm... I already talked about the last time we recorded, but I'm not planning on getting the game because, I don't know, I think I like the earlier entries into the series better. Um, but th- that aside, I guess the PC port was riddled with glitches. It wouldn't process the frame rate properly. Uh, it would crash repeatedly. You'd have to reinstall it. Same problems would keep happening. And immediately, WB uh, Interactive or whatever the, the fish, WB. Uh, they immediately acknowledged, uh, "Yeah, we're aware of the problem, and we're working on patches to fix this." So you know, at least they said, "Hey, we're gonna try to remedy this issue." But for this company, Bethesda, to just say uh, nothing. Yeah, I haven't. I've Googled. I haven't seen a statement by them, but uh, this has only been out for three or four days. The game has. So mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure the problems were addressed like the first day. So I know they're yeah. working on it. They're probably just like rushing, trying to get the development out to fix the bug. God damn it! I want to play the game. I'm, it was addicting after the day and a half I played it. So I want to play it, but I can't. Like I even thought of uninstalling it, reinstalling it, starting a new vault, even though I know it's going to crash within a day or two, just so I can have something to do. That's a shame. I, I should even though I don't know much about the Fallout series other than what you told me. I'm like, why don't I just download it on my phone see if it works? iPhone, right? Yeah, it'll work. I have a new one. I have a six. I, I download think. it. Try it. Mm. I like the game, and you should play the Fallout Three in New Vegas. You would like them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have that. Other thing I have to talk about during the mid cod. I loved Ant Man. Everyone was worried about Ant-Man might be Marvel's first fuck-up. Everyone said that about Guardians of the Galaxy also, but still a great movie. Marvel has not let me down yet. Iron Man 3. Nope. Sucked. Loved it. Mic drop. Yeah, drop your mic all you want. Now you don't, can't argue with me because Iron Man 3 was awesome. Iron Man 2 was good. I, I wouldn't say Iron Man 2 and 3 are awesome, I guess. They were both good movies to me. I s- not to I liked them both. Not to I go off topic. A single movie I yet. still don't get why Iron Man two gets so much hate. I, I, I thought three was far worse than two, but that's not what we're talking about. Uh, Ant Man. Talking about Ant Man. I really don't have any interest in seeing it. You're, a lot of people are saying that. A uh, lot. Of I people. will watch it when it comes out on home video. But and then you will like it. The next one that I'm planning to go see in theaters is Civil War. Well, yeah, because that's gonna be awesome. Because the thing that bugs me. Not, not that all the movies are directly connected, but it still bugs me that they're saying that Ant-Man is the end of Phase 2. I still think it, the phases should always end with the big team-up, the Avengers movies. You don't have to listen to them. It pretty much does end with uh, Avengers 2. Yeah. 
they I remember hearing on another podcast why Ant Man was considered the end of phase three. But I can't remember exactly what it was. It was something with timing, I think. It was just something stupid that is the reason they said it's the end of the phase. Well, because I mean, there's not going to don't be, think of it like that. Because there's not going to be anything until late till Civil War twenty six. That's twenty sixteen, right? Yeah. Next year, May. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be about a year. Or so I, I guess it's just a timing thing. But don't think of it that way. Don't let that ruin it because yeah, movie is fucking funny, like really good. You know how. How they're doing with the Marvel movies is all the single storylines are something different. Like Captain America this year was a Winter Soldier, which is still probably one of the best Marvel movies they've done. Yeah. Was a spy thriller. Uh, Thor's, you know, a fantasy movie. Iron Man's like a sci-fi movie. Ant-Man, I read, was like a heist movie, kind of? A heist family movie, I think. Mm. It is the most family-friendly version because he's, I think he's going to be the comic relief for the Marvel movies, like avengers and all that if he's part of the big team he's gonna be the the sidekick is funny now at the go ahead and spoil this for me because like i said i'm not planning on seeing it do they actually in ant-man do they connect to the other movies like does he get recruited by the avengers at the end or something kind of they show you a scene from uh civil war not just like a teaser. They show you a scene from Civil War. And what it is, is you see the Winter Soldier in plain clothes. His arm is caught in a vice and he's stuck in some warehouse. The, the robot arm? Yeah. And he's stuck. He can't get out. And you see Iron Man, not Iron Man, uh, Cap and Falcon. And they're in plain clothes and they're talking, we really need some help with this. Uh, should we call Tony? And Cap's like, no, somebody won't let him deal with this or something like that. So you can tell there's there's strife between Cap and Iron Man. Yeah. And then the, uh, Falcon goes, well, I know a guy that could help. Well, the reason they say that is because in, in Ant-Man, Falcon is in Ant-Man. Ant-Man goes to, in the middle of the movie, he goes to a supposedly abandoned uh, Stark facility. Right. Which turns out to be an Avengers, I think it's the West Coast kind of headquarters. The one that you see at the end of Avengers 2? Yeah. Or? Well, I don't know if it's the same facility, but it's an Avengers facility. They're using it now. So Falcon is kind of on guard duty. So Ant-Man shows up, supposedly this abandoned place, and Falcon's there. So they kind of have an interaction. And Ant-Man kind of kicks his ass because he can shrink and shit. <laughs> Right. But so yeah, Falcon knows of Ant Man and he kinda tracks him down by the end of the movie. And so I think he, he mentions to Cap, I know a guy, meaning he knows a criminal kind of hero that could help. So they they do have a scene leading into Civil War, which I can't wait for Civil War, it's gonna be amazing. But Ant Man is maybe don't you don't have to go see it in theaters, it's not like a rush out thing, but I yep. have to see every Marvel movie in theater. Is good. Is really good. Like, really funny, just really action-packed. Uh, I like the way, because everybody was complaining, and I thought of it at, at first, too, how Hank Pym is not Ant-Man for this. He's He is the Ant-Man from comics, Yeah, even though there's been others. But he's but, still the one that developed the technology in the movie? He was Ant-Man back like in the 70s or whatever. Him and Wasp are kind of in the movie. They even show them back in that time period. Oh, I didn't know they had Wasp. I, I, yeah. Well... Oh. 
I don't. Yeah, Wasp is mentioned in the movie. You see a little bit of Wasp, and then you'll probably see more of her later. And it's the same. It's was her what was her name Janet or something or. Uh yeah, Janet Van Dyke or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, really good. Marvel is awesome. I I loved Ant Man. I think you should see it as soon as it comes out on DVD or something because I think you will like it. I'll red box it. So yeah. So I cannot wait for Civil War. Hooray, Marvel. I'm looking forward to uh, who one of the rumored villains is going to be in Civil War. Who's that? Well, oh, Baron Zemo? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Zemo. Because I love the villains that technically don't have any superpowers, but they still pull off a believable, yeah. convincible threat. Convincible, convincing threat to the overly superpowered heroes. Um, D23, which is Disney's little convention that they do. Yeah, I heard there was a demo reel of yeah, uh, Civil, Civil War. War, but it's not been released to the general public yet. No, but one of my podcasts, uh, Geek Show podcast, they yeah. did a whole rundown, and he compiled from different reports like kind of a thing about that. So it sounds like that movie is going to be awesome. So I can't wait. That is all for the mid card. What is that? A lemon beer? Lemon shandy. Uh, I don't like lemon. It's okay. Your apple one is okay also. It does taste like a cider. Yeah. I love honey crisp apples, so I'm glad it's made with honey crisp. But it's pretty much a cider. All right. You done with mid-card? Yep. Let's get into the main event. I surprisingly have a lot to say for the main event. As do I. Uh, it's going to be all wrestling for me, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. All right. So which is funny. Turn out now because we're talking about wrestling. Which is funny for me because I haven't been interested at all in anything going on, which I'll get into for my points about that. Uh, I have been. First off, you don't have a beer. Let's pause for a second. I don't. Mic drop. All right. Now that we both have beers, we are back. Raise your glass. Rest in peace, Roddy Roddy Piper. That was the first thing I wanted to talk about. Very shocking how it's so quickly after Dusty Rhodes. Two mega legends. It's all the people from the shit we watched growing up are slowly dying off. Piper was only 61. Yeah. So young. But has had a load of health problems, which it's interesting. He survived cancer, then he dies of something completely unrelated. Well, he had a rough life. Yeah. A lot of drinking and drugs and wrestling and fighting. What, if you had to pick one, what would be your favorite Roddy Piper memory? Like of any particular show or interview or or even his acting career? Oh, I, I... I'm a big wrestling fan. I love Piper to death, but to me, he wasn't a great wrestler. He was a great personality. Yeah. So my memory isn't of him wrestling. It is of him acting. They live. They live. Five minute or so fight scene with Keith David and they live is a fucking amazing. Everyone, everyone, even people that don't know wrestling know that scene. They know that movie. They know of Piper because of that. South Park did Cripple Fight, which is just a shot-for-shot remake of the fight with Roddy Piper and Keith David. I would suggest, well, 
Hogan is the bigger name for wrestling because of all the movies and shit he did. Because he was in Rocky, you know, he was Thunderlips, he was yeah. in Thunder in Paradise, he was in a lot of like things like Suburban that. Suburban Commando. Uh, yeah, Gremlins Two. He just happened to be in for some fucking reason. That was a brief cameo. That wasn't really him Still, in the he movie. was in cameos. Yeah. So Piper is a less known, but. I would say Piper is the second most well-known wrestler there is. Think of that. More than Flair. Flair was a goddamn legend. Or still kind of is. If I were to rate a rank... Piper, though. I I would say Piper is the third. Who above Piper? Second, I would say Macho Man. (sighs) Just because of his crazy outlandish outfits. Yeah, I mean, snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah. He was in the Spider-Man movie, but... But Piper's done a lot, man. Piper yeah. had They Live. He had Hell Crumbs to Frogtown. There was a... He had a bunch of B-movies. There's a, a... ton of B-movies. Not necessarily a parody of Rowdy Piper on The Simpsons, but I always remember there was an episode where Homer gets accused of sexual harassment, and then the thing that uh, clears him of the crime was the Scottish character on the show, uh, Groundskeeper Willie. Willie was filming what had happened at the time because it turns out he just films everything and then there's a thing at the end of the episode where it's like oh next on dateline nbc it's rowdy roddy peeper and then it's so yeah so it's not like they were actually addressing roddy piper or had roddy piper on the show but they parodied his name they know him everyone knows piper rowdy roddy piper even uh i was about to say uh ronda rousey UFC fighter, baddest woman on the planet. Yep. She's called Rowdy Ronda, and she kind of got the name from Piper. She's a big fan. I know her recent fight that she just won in 34 seconds. Dedicated it. She's a badass. I really... I know you and I usually watch the wrestling pay-per-views, but I really... The next time Ronda has a big fight announced, I don't care if it only goes 10 seconds. I want to fucking watch that shit live. She's a badass. I would let her kick my... I would get in the ring with her just so she can kick my ass. As long and as I she would love every second, I, I would do that. As long as she promised not to break my nose, we'll get into the breaking of the nose thing. No, I, I just, I don't want to be gushing blood out of my nose. She yeah, can break, she true. can, she can break a couple of ribs. She can break a foot. She can dislocate my shoulder. I just don't want my nose broken. So yeah, other than movies, other than wrestling, other than uh, pop culture in general, with uh, what was her name for WrestleMania? Um, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Mike uh, with Mr. T, his thing with Mr. T in WrestleMania, he was also Domaniac on Always Sunny in yes. Philadelphia. Oh, Domaniac loves you, boys. I need to watch that in tribute to him. A mainstay at Comic Con, he was there quite often. Really, I never saw him there when I used to go. I saw him like two or three times. Interesting. Oh, that's right. You have that autograph. I have the autograph from him. him. Yeah. And he looked at that picture and he said, "Oh, I was drunk that day." And I said, "I I believe it." My favorite wrestling memory of Roddy Piper is kind of like twofold because it was the 1992 Royal Rumble. He wrestled the Mountie for the Intercontinental title. And it was basically a squash match. He beat him up and put him in a... That was the thing with Roddy Piper, which is a shame. He never really had a finisher that stood out. Like, he would use use the sleeper hold, but everybody fucking uses a sleeper hold. Well, nowadays. Yeah. But um, he beat them, and I remember just like, ooh, look on your face. You did not like that beer, do you? 
banana beer is awful. I have not liked a single banana beer I've ever drank. I am shocked. Ah, because shocked. No, but I'm seriously, I'm seriously <laughs> no, it's, shocked it's that good. it's a beer you're not going to drink. You can take a sip of this one if you want, the lemon shandy. I'm sorry, I brought bad beer. Don't like that either. Did you like the banana? Yeah. You want to trade? Yeah. You have the banana. I'll take the lemon. I can yeah. drink the lemon more than the banana. Okay. We'll trade. That banana was uh, nasty. So, uh, Royal Rumble that 92. nasty. Sorry. Nasty. Oh, it was nasty. Nasty boys? No, I don't want to talk about the nasties. But their WCW entrance theme with like, no, Royal boys. No. no. We're, we're talking about the nasty. talking about the Piper Man. Yeah. Uh, so, Piper. Uh, Rumble 92. I loved it because his promo leading into his match with the Mountie, he's like ranting and raving about the fact that he has the chance to win two titles that night because the Royal Rumble that year, the winner would win the vacated WWF championship. So Roddy's going on this crazy rant about, oh, you know, first step, I got to get through the Mountie. Second step, I got to throw out 29 other guys in that ring. And then uh, I remember just the pop of the crowd not only when he won the Intercontinental title from the Mountie, but when he came out in the Rumble, the crowd just fucking exploded. Because I guess, you know, people actually believed, hey, this guy has a chance to do this. Um, and then after he w- he didn't win the Rumble, unfortunately, that went to Ric Flair that year. But uh, he did have the Intercontinental title, and that led to one of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time, where he defended the belt against Bret Hart. That was like one of my favorite matches growing up as a kid. I, would, I watched match. I watched that match so many goddamn times. So that that'll like the whole storyline of him winning the title, trying to win the Rumble, but then going on to Mania to face Brett. That was like one of my all time favorite storyline sections as a kid. I like I was saying, uh, Piper has never stood out to me as a wrestler. He's not a great wrestler. He's Actually, let me take it back. I would say he's a great wrestler, but he's not like technically sound or anything. He's he was a brawler. brawler. He's a brawler who could get the job done. He was just a fucking character. And mm-hmm. the things I remember of Piper, other than the coconut to the head, which everyone remembers on Piper's Pit. Yep. Uh, him and Gold Dust in their back lot yep. brawl. And that was not a match. That was just a fight in a segment. Uh, anytime he came out recently on Piper's Pit, when he came out and slapped John Cena and got slapped by him, he he was old, so he never really yeah. he didn't really know where he was. It seemed like half the time, but he still was entertaining. And I can't, God, I I lost it. It was in my head. There was another thing I really remembered him from. Was it from wrestling though? Yeah, it was a wrestling. Was thing, it when it was he never? It wasn't was not a match. It was just well. You were talking about his he's feud a, with Goldust. He's a personality. He was a and character. shortly thereafter his feud with Goldust, he jumped ship to WCW, and he feuded with Hogan in the NWO. I don't know if that's where you were going with no. that. I always found no disrespect to Piper, but I always found that feud a little ridiculous because. It was like he comes out of nowhere, comes to WCW. It's oh, I'm the one guy you never beat, Hogan. It's like no, I'm pretty sure Hogan beat you plenty back in the eighties. Uh, there was a ho- bunch of horrible storylines in WCW, which is another point I think I did have. No matter what horrible storyline he was put into, he gave it his all and he put his character into it, so it was good. Yeah, I remember when Vince Russo was the powers that be in WCW. 
but he I wasn't really tuned out of WCW during that oh, yeah. point. For some reason, I was watching and I was kind of interested in what could be a good idea. But I do remember one episode of Nitro when Piper started tearing apart the set, like the powers that be office, and he was able to get back there and like looked at the guy and he's like, "Oh, it's just you, you little weasel!" Like he, he sold that whole segment like it was something special. Yeah. And then, like the next night, I find out, oh, it's Vince Russo, and nobody gave a shit. Oh, so they hadn't like actually said on can on TV on TV who they hadn't was. said who it was yet. But, like, Piper was the last one who got to see him before it was announced. He was like, oh, it's you. Right. He sold it like it was something special. And then I found out it wasn't. But it was all because Piper that I was actually kind of interested in that shit storyline. Yeah. Just, he was just a character. He was awesome what he did. And uh, he's going to be missed. That's for damn sure. So let's move around uh, away from the sadness of Piper's passing. Hopefully, we don't lose any more legends because we've lost enough. Well, the last couple of years. there is another legend that might as well be dead because he has been wiped from history of WWF or WWE. Oh, you want to talk about Hogan? Well, you know something. N word. Hogan said something Hogan's he should. Racist have. motherfucker. I do. Okay, I'm like. numbers here percentages i want to say i'm like let's see 60 40 i'm like 70 percent agreeing with wwe but i'm 30 percent feeling kind of bad for hogan because this is a tape that's been out for a while but they yeah. edited it so this yeah. part wasn't shown and also it's not like hogan went on twitter and said you know something brothers we should just kill all the black people in the world. It, it was a conversation. He he didn't like. Yes, what he said was horrible. You know, saying that oh his daughter's dating a N word king, um, which is awful to say. Um, but it's not like he went on Twitter and went on a racist diatribe. This was a private conversation that he was having with a friend that apparently got recorded by another friend in the group and released it for like i don't know if it was for blackmail purposes wait are you saying friend literally because you know that was after he had sex with bubba the love sponge's wife i thought he okayed that yes but it wasn't just a conversation with a friend it was a right after sex conversation with a friend's wife yeah i don't know I mean, he shouldn't have said what he said, but at the same time, there is the hilarious hypocrisy that live on pay-per-view in 2005, Vince <laughs> Vince McMahon. Oh, this yeah. Vince McMahon comes onto camera while Booker T and I believe John Cena were talking backstage. Vince McMahon just walks up doing his power walk and oh, what's up, my niggas? Now, granted, he said N I G G A. And yes. Yes, I understand it was the character saying it, not Vince McMahon, the person. But how many years have they employed the racist, actual racist Michael P.S. Hayes? There was a time oh, he... Him and uh, Mark Henry. Yeah, he got suspended because he drank too much and then went up to Mark Henry and said, you know what, I've always been a bigger N-word than you. And Mark Henry justifiably got pissed off, and I'm surprised he did not split 
Michael P.S. Hayes's wig, as his theme music says. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Michael P.S. Hayes got a slap on the wrist, got suspended, and came back. Now, granted, he's not well, on. That's he's Michael P.S. Hayes. Who the fuck is a fuck about Michael Hayes? Doc Hendricks. Fuck Doc Hendricks. Fuck Michael Hayes. Um, it's Hulk Hogan, the biggest goddamn wrestling name in the yeah. world, and he did this, and it's. All over media, TMZ, yeah. everything. So and then it got it got WWE worse because then he did like another video or audio tape got released where he's uh, ranting on gay people too. Yeah, well, so. he, I'm sure he hates everyone. Uh, but he's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. I will. Terry Bollea is a piece of shit. Hulk Hogan is a character that he's portrayed for many years that is a good guy. I will give WWE or I still hate calling it that. I, I will give the company credit. That they did take a stance on it right away, and they said, "Yeah, this isn't acceptable. We're not gonna market him anymore. He's his legends contract is terminated because, you know, okay, if uh, lower card guy like a Zack Ryder or a Adrian Neville said this, you know, they would just be fired and swept under the rug. But the fact that okay, they're taking the guy who built this company and saying, yeah, we're not gonna accept this.'" I mean, it, it was always kind of interesting because I always wondered, you know, hey, what if John Cena did something horrible like Chris Benoit did? Or if he went on a racial rant? If they can't cover it up, then yeah. they'll take care of it. Yeah, so, so. I, I, I will give them credit for that. So, like I said, I'm I'm 70% in agreement with the stance WWF has taken and 30% for Hogan because while, yes, what he said was horrible – it's not like he went in a public forum or interview and said this. I'm not. I don't feel bad about Hogan. He should have saved plenty of money from all the shit he's done over the years. True, he hasn't. But the company that released the tape, I think, breached a big contract, and he's probably going to win that lawsuit against them and bring home a ton of money. Because wasn't them it the same? His life. Because it was the same audio from the sex tape or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was the people that had the sex tape and released the fuck, it. Who the fuck filmed that? Who wants to see Hulk Hogan have sex? Bubba the Love Sponge. Ugh. He filmed it. Ugh. He filmed his wife having sex with Hulk Hogan. But then again, you're talking to the guy that has never really understood the point of porn, where it's pe- two people having sex, because it's like, I, I, I don't want to watch other people have sex. I want to have sex. You watch it to get in the mood for sex. I guess. Or just no one's around for sex, you want to jerk off. Yeah. Porn's fun. Yeah. Yay, porn. Anywho. <laughs> uh, so that's Hogan. Fuck Hogan. I've never liked Hogan. Well, I won't say I never liked him, but he's never been my favorite. It is a shame, because now it's like... Um, you remember our WrestleMania episode we did, where I was talking about how when Hogan went to WCW, they ignored everything in history about... Hogan says, so like, when they flash back to WrestleMania 1, oh, Hogan wasn't in the main event. Let's just show this Liberace guy dancing with the Rockettes. WrestleMania 3, oh, no, it wasn't Hogan body slamming Andre that was the highlight. It was King Kong Bundy wrestling midgets, you know, and so on and so on. So now yeah. it's, it's going to be like, hey, you remember that time uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall formed the NWO with no one else? And you remember that time Hogan came back? Or no, you remember that time Shawn Michaels turned heel and wrestled no one at SummerSlam 2005? You remember that time no one got no one a record contract? You remember that time that Booker T said, Hogan, we're coming for you, nigga. He was right. He was right. All along. Yep. He knew it. 
Let's move on to the other thing I got. What do you got? Actually, you were you were going well, on the rampage there. My next thing is only thing else I have to talk about is SummerSlam. That's what I have too, but okay, we we already had we already had the conversation. I'm probably not gonna be able to watch SummerSlam with you because you're watching you the son of a bitch. Well, you're not starting until eight. Yeah, and I have John has an important uh, pool table match, which I understand. But he's gonna win a bunch of money, so yeah. Hopefully, good for him. But um, okay, if I if I was in the area and we were watching it at five, would I watch it out of habit? Sure. If I with the network, just habit. Yes. Well, I not not that I don't it enjoy. It looks like a good card. No. No. Uh, yeah. I I will get into it. This card is shit. I have uh, four matches here written down that I want to see. I uh, okay. I I mean, let's argue about it. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I'll start with um. But let's just. You want to start with Brock Taker? Yeah. Let's start at the main event. I am sick and fucking tired in wrestling of this win for win bullshit. Oh, you beat me now. I gotta beat you. You beat me now. I gotta beat. No. Have a decisive end to a feud. Okay, Brock Lesnar ended the streak. And Do you they think Taker should have just went away and never came back? Yes. Yes. I can't I can't I can't argue with you there. My thing on this is the thing WWE has been lacking for years is creating new stars, new draws, new Okay, granted Brock Lesnar is not a brand new talent, but when he ended the streak when he decimated John Cena for the title at SummerSlam last year, it was, okay, yeah, it's an existing talent, but it was like, it was like, he was a special attraction. It was, holy shit, this guy is a monster. Nobody can fucking stop him. And I loved the following few pay-per-views with him, that amazing triple threat between him, Cena, and Rollins at the Rumble, uh even though I disagreed with Roman Reigns being selected for the main event slot at WrestleMania, I enjoyed the match between Reigns and Lesnar at Mania. But, okay, yes, wrestling is fake. But, okay, I'm supposed to expect that Grandpa, who keeps coming out from spooky lights and kicks Lesnar in the balls, is going to win now? Well... Because you know they're going to let Taker win. And, and I'm sick of this, oh, you beat me, now i got to get my heat back and beat you. I don't mind it because Lesnar is not Lesnar. Uh, Taker's a goddamn legend. He's, He's been around retire. long enough. He, he will soon. And what I like about this feud that hasn't pissed me off, which I've actually kind of enjoyed, Lesnar's the good guy. Lesnar ended the streak, but Taker's come back. He's been getting and, booed. I've read. Well, because he's he is kicking him in the balls. Yeah, he's done it twice now. Also, what made me believe. Lesnar's a good guy in this. Is this last Raw was in Lesnar's hometown? He came yeah. out to hometown cheers, and Taker comes out and nails him in the balls, and choke slams him and gives him the tombstone. And yeah, he's getting booed because people because he's not a believable loving threat. Lesnar. I I would almost rather. Oh, the pull apart was great. Uh, he is believable. He's still a big no. guy. He's still Taker. No, he's gonna fucking pull his hip out. He might. But he is still the Undertaker. You don't look at the old man that plays the character. You look at the character yeah. of the goddamn Undertaker. I, I, I just can't. And yes, 
Brock Lesnar's younger, stronger, more of a badass. So that's why Taker's coming out here, surprising him with the lights turn out. Lights come on, kicks him the balls, and then he fucking chokeslams him and does what he can. I would have rather, for the limited dates that Lesnar has with his contract, I would have rather he fought someone he hasn't fought yet, like a Dean Ambrose. They're or, not going to do that. Vince or even a Sheamus. It's going to be, yeah, Sheamus would be good. But It's uh, because Vince is still in charge. It's going to be Taker or Cena. And yeah. I don't want to see him and Cena again because I've seen it enough. Yeah, but. I would like to see one more Taker match or two more just to finish up the streak because I don't want to see Lesnar and Rollins again. I mean, Lesnar, SummerSlam two years ago. Yeah, 2013. Uh, it was CM Punk. Versus Lesnar. Decent match. Decent back and forth match. But Punk took you, his ball you, and went home. You were, you were able to believe that CM Punk had a chance in winning, and he lost. And they never did a rematch, and still, CM Punk was able to go on and have credible, believable feuds after that. He didn't have to get his win back from Lesnar, like Taker's doing now. I, I just don't. <sighs> okay, if it's a five-star match... Oh, it's not going to be. I'll be wrong. I'll admit that Taker's I was wrong. Taker's an old man. It's going to be three to four star match yeah. quality. I would say four match because both of them are professionals. They're going to have a fun match. I'm, I'm, I love the pull apart they did on Raw. I'll be you surprised know. if they end the show with that in case Les, or in case Undertaker I'm gets a concussion sure halfway through the match like he did at Mania. It's going to be the main event. Okay, fine. Okay, so uh, Cena versus Rollins. Okay. Title versus title. Here we go. I prepped up something for this. Rollins broke Cena's nose badly. That uh, was nasty looking. I actually did see that. That was pretty brutal. And I like Rollins' uh, you can't see me t-shirt that yeah. he has now. But um, it's okay. Like I said, I'm sick of this win for win bullshit. Like Cena most recently had a feud with Kevin Owens. And everybody was shocked. Holy shit, Kevin Owens beat Cena. I was so happy with that. Yeah, I was happy. But Everyone I was. I just, I just sat there and I'm like, oh, back. they announced a rematch the same night. Here comes Super Cena to get his heat yep. back. And then, what do you know? Surprise, surprise, Cena wins the third match too. What has Kevin Owens done lately? Nothing. But, so again... Win for win bullshit. I'm sick of let a feud end decisively. But another thing I'm sick of is John Cena main eventing SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam 2006. Edge versus John Cena. SummerSlam 2007 main evented by John Cena versus Randy Orton. Well, Cena's not going to be the main event. 2008, but he's still in the title match. 2008... He didn't main event. He was still in a big marquee match. Same for 2009. But from 2010 to 2014, John Cena has either been in a title match, the world title match, or he closed the show. SummerSlam 2010, Team WWE versus Team Nexus. Guess who won? Cena. SummerSlam 2011. CM Punk versus John Cena. Now, granted, John Cena didn't win, but he still closed the show. Uh, SummerSlam 2012, he didn't close the show, but he was in the fucking title match. 
SummerSlam 2013, John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. SummerSlam 2014, John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. And here we are at 2015, and he's going for the... I was actually starting to fucking like Cena doing his open challenge for the United States title. And here we go again. He's back in the fucking main event. Sick of it. He's going to be in the main event for another year or two at least. (sighs) Maybe two, three years. Uh, Who do you think is going to win this one? We both have uh, Taker for Taker Lesnar. But who for Cena versus Rollins? The thing I hate about this? I don't think Cena is going to win the belt. The thing I hate about this is whoever wins, the fans lose. You either get John Cena winning and getting that 16 world title reign, or you get Seth Rollins winning continuing what I think has been kind of a lackluster title reign ever since they took the curb stomp away from him. Okay, my my thing, if they had to take the curb stomp of, away from him because they were worried about concussion lawsuits, fine. Give him a new finisher. Don't just have him cut and paste the pedigree of Triple H. They've handled that stupidly. They should never have taken the curb stomp away. Er, er, I agree with that. But other than that, other er, than that... Call it something different. Call it the super boot. Yeah. Call it the... Other than that, I've enjoyed his title reign. I think they've made him in a, a good character of running away, always talking shit. I like, like that he's the chicken shit heel, but when it was him feuding with Kane, I was just like, no. It got a little repetitive and old. I think Rollins is going to take it, actually. I don't think they're going to give Cena the belt back. Well, I think Rollins will take both belts. Given that um, Lesnar Taker's probably closing the show... I have a feeling that they're going to just do a screwball finish, like a double DQ or a double countout. Possibly. While you were speaking of Owens a second ago, we got Owens versus Cesaro. That's going to be a hell of a match. It's, I'm sure it's going to be a great match, but you know they're not going to do anything with either of them afterwards. They've been pushing Cesaro lately. They got the Cesaro section. <laughs> Until Cesaro or Owens wins the Rumble, I don't believe it. Yeah, I would like to see both of them do something special because they're both great. The crowd loves them both. <laughs> I do like the thing that's going on where there's the Cesaro section in the crowd. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Who do you got for that match? Who do you think is going to take it? I want Cesaro to win, but I think... Uh, Kevin, Owens needs a win. I think Owens is going to, like, maybe not necessarily cheat, but maybe, like... Uh, Dirty win. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so, too. And now we have 2015's The Shield versus The Wyatts. Uh, This is another thing that's bothering me, man. Luke Harper. Now, when they broke up... I don't know why they ever broke up. That's the thing. Okay, I didn't like the fact that they broke up the Wyatt family. I think it was too... There was no reason for it. It was too soon after The Shield. But I will say, I love Luke Harper as a wrestler. He's great. He's a modern-day Bruiser Brody. Um, yeah, we've talked about it before on the I, I like his, awesome. I like his entrance music he had. That's just like the generic, like kind of twangy backwoods hillbilly guitar riff. Um, it's just he's a fucking badass. He's gonna come out. I love his discus yep. clothesline finisher, and I even though it was briefly lived, I liked that he got the little singles push with the Intercontinental Title and the Team Authority at Survivor Series. I'm a team player. Um, and I feel like, okay, you were kind of giving him a good singles push, and now it's, oh, fuck it, he's back with the Wyatts. 
what is so you're gonna wipe away everything he did? And it's not even a full white reunion because Eric Rowan's still injured. Well, we only have two shield members, so I don't know. It's I don't ju- know why it, it's like ever broke up the white. It's like so stupid. It's like uh What's what's the phrase? One step forward, two steps backwards. I I don't know. I feel like they're just kind of in like a holding pattern with these guys, and they don't know what they're doing. Oh, they are because they have no idea what to yeah. do with any of them. But hey, it's gonna be a good match. I mean, I read a rumor that would have made this feud a bit more interesting. I read the rumor was originally they wanted to do Roman Reigns and Sting versus Wyatt and Harper, and before that. Once Eric Rowan was injured, they were gonna get a third member of the a new third member to the Wyatt family, and then have it be Sting, Reigns, and Ambrose. That would have been good. They need to do something with Sting. They have him. He hasn't shut up since WrestleMania. And he's kind of ruined after WrestleMania, but yeah, not ruined, just kind of weak. Yeah. So I don't know if I had to pick. Uh, given that they're still intent on pushing Reigns, I think they're gonna win. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got too. Those are the four matches I wrote down because nothing else really matters. There's, I mean, there's, they got the tag team match. There's two more. Tag team and Ryback and Big Show. No, fuck, fuck Ryback, Big Show. Don't oh, care. and Miz. Don't care about that. Uh, the other two I wanted to talk about. Well, there's Sheamus versus Orton for the millionth fucking time. They're fucking fighting as much as Cena versus Orton. Yeah, no, and, and the thing that. I find hilarious fuck about that. The thing I find hilarious about that too. The other day. I'm like, who the fuck has the Money in the Bank briefcase? <laughs> and yeah. I could not fucking remember. Because, like, okay, at least with... um, Okay, I disagree with Sheamus getting the Money in the Bank briefcase. I think that was a stupid thing to do. My pick would have been Bray Wyatt. But, that aside, it's like they forget that Sheamus has the briefcase. Like, I remember oh, when... they do. When Rollins... Yeah, when Rollins had it, I loved the feud with him and Ambrose because Ambrose kept uh, breaking up every cash-in opportunity. He's like, yeah, as long as I'm still breathing, you're not going to cash in that briefcase, you know. Until WrestleMania because I forget. Well, he got powerbombed through a ladder. He couldn't. Oh, that's true. And then um, who was it before Rollins? It was uh, Ziggler? Yes, he won a year. Yeah, and he went a long time, so he always had. But I don't know with Sheamus, it's like I know I don't watch Raw every week, but it's like it seems like they just. Oh yeah, he still has this, doesn't he? He comes out with it, but he doesn't do anything yeah. special with it. Yeah, he's not really Mister Money in the Bank. He's just Sheamus with a briefcase. Yeah. So in that match, I hope they both kill each other. Good call. Uh, and then there's um, fucking Dolph Ziggler. Oh, he's back. Yay. He's fighting Rusev. Rusev. There we go. Survivor Series. You remember what they did with Ziggler and how it's like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, supposed to be a big thing. He just had a groundbreaking performance. He's going to be in the main event now. No. Nope. Oh, he's never never going to be in the main event. <sighs> he's just He's not going to get pushed that high. I'm surprised he re-signed. Because I read all yeah. this shit saying he was sick of it and he was going to quit. Not yet. Give and him then, time. Give him another year or so. And then the other match that just has me shaking my head, and it's like, what the fuck? There's uh, something I would have been more excited for 
if season three of Arrow had not sucked. Oh, Arrow versus uh, it, well, Stardust. it's a it's a tag team match. Yeah, it it's is. It's the man that gravity forgot. Yeah, Adrian Neville and the Green Arrow. Yep. Uh, S- Which Steve, I guess Stephen Amell. And at first, I was like, "Why the fuck is he teamed up with uh, Neville?" But I'm like, "Oh wait, his finisher is the Red Arrow, isn't it?" Yeah. Well, also because the man that gravity forgot's kind of a, a a comic booky name. Yeah. And so Stardust has been like, he's been feuding with Neville, be like, be my hero. So he's being the the villain to uh, to start uh, to Neville's. <laughs> and then guy. they bring in King Barrett because he's doing nothing else. They were oh poor King Barrett. They ruined Barrett again. And he's not bad a, news. Barrett such a good gimmick. I thought it was gonna be shit, and then I loved it. And then they took that away from him and said, "You're a king now. Run with that bullshit." Because that works so well for Sheamus. That works for everyone, right? The the only hasn't worked since Harley Race. No, no, no. King Booker was amazing. Okay, I I take that back. King Booker was amazing. And Booker, if he had not got suspended for drug abuse, William Regal as King of the Ring and the GM of Raw. Yeah, I I could rant about that all day. That was like, if I had to pick like the top five worst storylines or best storylines, they got dropped out of nowhere due to due to suspensions or booking changes. Would Fuck. be the Katie Vick storyline. Oh uh, no 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 no. Okay. King William, but um, yeah, I feel like for a big celeb, going back to Stephen Armel, Amel, Amel, Amel. Oh, that was Armel, no. the Arrow. Going back to that, I I understand they kind of had to put the brakes on the storyline after Dusty Rhodes' death, but for having a moderately big celebrity I, I feel like they really haven't promoted it that much y- you know they haven't you I know mean, what i what could save this if the match ended with uh stardust and king barrett winning due to outside interference from i'm, I'm drawing a blank on the character's name the guy that plays the uh it's been a while since i watched arrow shit the 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 cop or the the police chief oh detec- detective lance yes if detective lance comes out and like hits oh that'll be dumb <laughs> hits no. him with a chair it's like oh <laughs> no vigilantes in the wwe no let's not do that <laughs> that would save the match for me it would wow. save SummerSlam. i had completely forgotten about that match i was thinking the other one was the tag team one which I don't care about the primetime players. I want New Day to have the belt back. I have a feeling that's going to get shoved to the pre-show. I'm sure it will be. And then there's also a Diva match, which I'm laughing at. Diva's been great with the additions of Charlotte, Flair's only good wrestling child. She's good. And so's uh, Becky Lynch. I want to bang her. And, uh, yeah. Uh, How many people do you not want to bang? There's a few. Ah. Few. The the thing I find funny, and I didn't realize this because I kept reading about oh it's Team Bella versus Team Quick. We got to change the name because it turns out there's a porno studio named after this. They were called the Submission Sorority initially. Oh yeah, they did change it to yeah. just uh, it's like they're the their P- initials, PBC or yeah. something like that. 
Yeah, because yeah. apparently they named them the Submission Sorority. Yeah. Nobody did a Google search. Nobody did a copyright search. And it turns out there is a... Uh, uh, what What's that porn company that does like the reality porn where supposedly they find these chicks off the street brazzers oh yeah yeah they have one yeah. i did not know about this one yeah appa- apparently this brazzers i read an article about it apparently this brazzers company has a subdivision of their videos called submission sorority oh, i did not know about that yeah one. Okay. so that's Makes why they, that's why they had to change it to pcb or whatever yeah but i didn't know versus team bad i didn't that was the thing I didn't know there was another team. I thought it was just the Bellas versus Paige and the NXT chicks. I didn't realize there was another team of Divas because I haven't been watching. Yep, Team Bad. Beautiful and dangerous. Oh, I thought it was like Badass Divas or something like that. No, it's uh, Beautiful and Dangerous. I guess that makes sense. Which is the one of the Funkadec- Funkadectals. Funkadactyls that survived. Funkadactyls. Uh, Naomi mm. and Tamina. She's still around. Yeah, she's still around. I she's she the got big bouncer. Endeavored. No, she's still around. She's she's kind of the backup uh, s- strong woman to Naomi. Ah, uh, good. And for then her. you brought in the NXT champ. Uh, what the fuck was her name? The boss. Uh, can't remember her name. Yeah, she's called the boss or something like that. That's it. Well, that's her nickname. She has oh, a name. Oh, okay. I, just can't I think thought they just literally no. call her the boss. Oh, it's a. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I cannot think of her actual name, but she's blah 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 the boss. Oh, look at that. So she's the NXT champ right now. She's pretty good. They're all, all the NXT people they brought up are pretty good. So divas have been interesting at least lately. Have you watched any NXT lately? No. Because I'm just curious with how many of these people they've called up. Like, who the fuck is still on NXT? Oh, they then? still have a lot. They do? Okay. Yeah, so. Well, there's a NXT this Saturday before SummerSlam, so I could always watch that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all I really have for SummerSlam. Do you have anything else? That, that was all I had. Just my angry rants about how they're in, like, backwards booking mode. Yeah. Well, okay. Then let's, uh, let's end this fucker, because we're almost at 145. Damn. We went pretty long. We haven't recorded in a while, you know, because we've been busy and shit. Um, yeah. So until the day that those ostriches and joust, until they throw their rider off and wander off and find a secret key to a dungeon so they can have an adventure. Nice. We shall watch wrestling and other nerdy shit. And we still drink beer because beer is good. Cheers. I can't believe I got that all right when we haven't recorded in three weeks. I know, but I don't think the microphones picked up the clink. It, of the these mics don't pick up the clink as much. We had to, like, clink what? right in front of the thing, I guess. Bullshit. Bullshit. We clinked our beers, just uh, so you know. Okay, fine. That'll work, right? Yeah, I guess. All right. That is it for the DOA. We will see you back hopefully next week, maybe two weeks. We might have to change this show to two weeks because we're having some trouble getting together. Yeah. Fucking being an adult. Bullshit. Uh, yeah. Good night, listeners. Fuck. Hagen. Kennedy. I just had to do that because we have handheld mic. Kennedy. Hang on, I have a
was tied up in my mic. Oh, fucking shit. Do it. Okay. <laughs> it's just not working, is it? Let me scoot over closer to it. Maybe that's the problem. <sighs> nope. Nope. Wait. Uh, wait. Wait for... Oh. No, fuck you. Work. God, I'm going to fucking kill your family. I will fucking kill your family. They will never find the body. And all the other headphones will cry because they won't have a proper funeral. <sighs> Wait. No. Son of a... Really? I think oh, it's... Hold on a sec. 